say it, I say it again. You've been had. You've been took. You've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. Let us stray. Run amok. Here we go. It's the coming, 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 coming. new bully i'm your host leroy aka the human target with my co-host this is eli the dragon steamboat <laughs> we finally stuck the landing <laughs> kind of sort of give it a 9.5 anyway yeah we're back with another episode and like i said we're smack dab in the foosball season and everything like that eli i know you watch some games the only thing that's on my timeline is is nfl and power spoilers and that's it so okay but I'm, I'm pretty sure your team won or whatever. No, they did not. Well, oh, they actually a... did. They actually did. Yes, Vikings what, they won beat the Packers. They, it was a moral no, victory? Vikings got more touchdowns than the Packers today, but Packers won in like like the they won by like the Donald Trump victory, the election. That's oh, how they won. Gotcha. So yeah. you won like Rocky Balboa won in the first movie. Like even though Apollo Creed beat his ass, spiritually mm-hmm. he won and still got it, Adrian. Yeah, the, the 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 refs were making a bunch of bullshit calls, and shit. Yeah, took a they, w- one of them was because uh, 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 Stefan Diggs took off his helmet. Okay. After uh, take yeah, so they call him that. We were, and the Vikings weren't allowed to get their extra point. Stupid bullshit like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh well, that's a hopefully y'all actually get a real victory instead of a moral victory next week. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch. Uh, the one thing I saw on TV that did put a smile on my face and you know put you know put love in my heart. Uh, they retired Steve McNair's jersey. Now, I don't know who that is. You don't know Steve McNair? No, okay. I don't. Sorry. ESPN uh, put out something. Really, we talking about football because talking balls is kicking our ass. So we're trying to get some viewers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> trying to get our ratings up. But anyway, the reason we're talking about Steve McNair is because even though ESPN put out this bullshit list about who's the greatest. Uh, um, college athlete, football athlete of all time. They put, I think, Tim Tebow. The fuck? Anyway, Steve McNair. Steve McNair, Alcorn State University, Mississippi. They finally retired his jersey, number nine, with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I saw him play at Alcorn. One of the reasons I went to Alcorn, he actually went to dinner, uh, ate Thanksgiving in my, in my grandma's house one year. Oh, so, damn. Pretty cool. So, yeah, uh, co-MVP with, with Peyton Manning one year. The good man and not Eli. Not you, Eli, but the other Eli. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm happy for that. So, yeah, uh, good job for Steve McNair, Mississippi in general. Uh, before we move on there, Eli, one more thing that, that caught me off guard that I did want to talk about for just no uh, no reason whatsoever. Okay. Okay. So, it seems like there's this great this trend with this, uh, like, popular fad that's been going on, you know, in America that's about to come to an end. And it's about to be ended by your boy, Donald J. Trump. My boy, huh? Your boy, yeah. <laughs> so apparently, this big trend of vaping—I don't know if you're a vapor or anything like oh, that. No, no, I'm not. No. Okay, yeah. Well, anyway, he's he's thinking about banning it. Yeah, because so. it's 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 they're dangerous. I hear. Well, and they they kill like six people. Yeah. So, 
yeah so now that's an epidemic you know we're not gonna count all the 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 billion cigarettes killed and all the millions of alcohol killed whatever like that vaping Mm-hmm. That's 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 the danger of right going on right now. So yeah, so no more Instagram pics of you know hot chicks, you know in hooker bars, you know smoking while listening to Cardi B in the background. None of that anymore. Trump's banning uh, all that. So rest uh, in peace, vaping. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, can, that that being said, can we move on to the actual podcast that is just bullshit around? Sure. Okay, let's get back into character. All right, so let's begin with the number one box office movie of the week. Give it to me, Eli. What is it? I heard it's It Again. It is It Again. Okay, so It Chapter 2. This movie is huge, man. I mean, are these movies really that big? I feel like I'm living in some kind of bubble or something. Yeah, they're huge, man. Wow, okay, so I guess They're big. Yeah, man. Like the Lord of the Rings of horror movies, man. It seems like it. <laughs> the two towers, I guess, is epic. Oh, sidebar. Can I tell you the, the stuff I tweeted you about, but actually can talk to you about it now? It was, it's a horror movie thing. Oh, yeah. You said something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I forgot. This was like a huge week in general for just pop culture. First off, 9-11 passed. We're not going to do what do you remember where you were in 9-11 because we've done that for like the last four or five years, however long we've been doing this podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Tupac died on this weekend. Well, he's been dead, but there's like his anniversary or whatever. Uh, Scooby-Doo's 50th anniversary was also on the same day Tupac died. I did not know that. Yeah. So, I'll talk about Scooby-Doo. Shit. I want to talk about Tupac. <laughs> we'll find some way to combine those topics. And it was, oh, and it was Friday the 13th. Yeah. That was actually the main thing. Yeah, now all that stuff happened on Friday the 13th. Tupac's death, uh, Scooby-Doo's uh, 50th anniversary, and Friday the 13th. Now, the reason I want to talk about that is because Friday the 13th, um, they, I went on Voodoo and they had a special on Friday the 13th. Like you can get uh, like the yeah. first eight movies for thirteen dollars. Yeah, it was there was a deal. Yeah, it was a deal. I mean, I wish I could have got the other because it's more than eight movies. I mean, I guess it stopped at Jason Takes Manhattan, but I don't get Jason Goes to Hell. I don't get Freddy vs Jason, and I don't get the classic, the cinema classic, Jason X. Oh yeah, one That's of the, the best. One <laughs> Underrated classic, but. The reason I want to talk to you about this, Eli, because, like I said, I've never seen any of these Jason movies before. But I'm like, really? 13. Yeah, I've never seen any of them. Other than no Jason way. X. Jason yeah. X was the only one I saw. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm, I never saw any of them. So I'm like, eight movies for 13. Yeah, you are, you are in a bubble, man. I am in a bubble, man. If it's not in a comic book, I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> they need to tell me the NFL scores in the comic book, and maybe I don't understand what the fuck's going on. <laughs> So, yeah, so I never watched the movie, so I decided to watch the movies, you know, this weekend, and I got confused. I didn't watch the first one. I wanted to just skip ahead because I was looking at the list of which was supposed to be, like, the best one, and it was, like, the fifth one. So I just skipped to that one first. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I'm, I just figured they were the same movie. He's just chopping up people. So I'm just like, okay, which movie is he chopping up people the most, you know? And I get in there. It's like a, I'm confused as fuck. It's like a whole fucking storyline. I didn't know, like, Friday the 13th had, like, a, a mythos or a lore to it. Uh, they, I guess it starts, I guess it doesn't, that doesn't really start till part four, where they start, intru- where they have reoccurring characters. Right. Like Tom, like Tommy Jarvis, the Tommy Jarvis character. Right. Yeah. That, so, that, that, that like, he was one happen. character in the fourth movie, and then we're looking at him growing up, and then yeah. it's like making references to other movies, and I'm like, wait, 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 what the fuck? This ain't Fast and the Furious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to know shit that's going into the Jason, it's a Jason movie. Have and the funny people. thing in, Part five isn't Jason. <laughs> okay, now you can fuck me up. I watched the whole. <laughs> I didn't know that until <laughs> then. Yeah, it was a guy copycatting Jason. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. Now I'm really confused. Yeah. 
It's funny that you say that because I was well, I watched them. I watched most of them. Um, I didn't watch Part Eight because that one sucks like really bad. Um, I heard that on the ranking list that was pretty low. Yeah, yeah that one sucks. Yeah, um, but <clears throat> I remember wa- watching Part Five again and thinking, out of all the movies, that one has like a pl- an actual plot to it. You know, it's right. it's 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 a different one. I mean. Uh, you know, you're dealing with Tommy Jarvis's trauma. You know, Tommy Jarvis played, you know, he was introduced in part four. Corey Feldman, mm-hmm. you know, famously played him as a kid. He was and, in the 80s. He was hot back then. So Yeah, yeah. He was a teen, he was a teen heartthrob back then. And he ends up killing Jason, so to speak. He, five, part four was supposed to be the final chapter. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be it. Um, but, you know, these movies like like The Fast and the Furious and, 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 and The Lion King... <laughs> You know, <laughs> they were making money, so they like let's let's they call it. They did another one called a, a New Beginning, Part Five, A New Beginning, Friday Thirteenth. Um, this one we fought. Tommy Jarvis is older. He's dealing with trauma. He gets put into like this mental health uh, halfway house for like unstable teenagers and shit. Okay. And you're, you, yeah, you, you kind of watch him sort of. You know, he's having nightmares. He's, he's he's fucked up, you know. Okay, all this shit you're telling me, I watched the movie and didn't catch any of that stuff. Yeah. I think I was like halfway paying attention. I'm like, <laughs> when did Jace go start killing people? Yeah. And then well, what's, what stands out about that movie is like all the kids who die, they're all just got, they all got like mental health issues. You so know? they're not really like assholes or anything like that. No. That, and I like, that's what I like. You actually watch, watching it, rewatching it this time, like, damn, these kids like don't deserve any of this <laughs> Whereas, I, mean, like, I, all, like, the, I just know because like the little black kid shows up he sees his yeah. brother his brother takes yeah. a shit then gets killed like five minutes later i'm like okay yeah. what's the point of that yeah yeah like well that's that is the point of the movies is they just you know people just die but in this movie all the people who die don't really deserve it you know all the other jason movies it's all these stupid teenage rich kids going out to the woods partying and fucking and then they get killed that's basically every jason movie except for part five mm-hmm. where there are all these kids with dealing with all these mental health issues and you know one of them like gets killed with an axe he might have he's probably got autism i'm like damn he that's fucked up you know right <laughs> one of them's got a stutter he can't talk he, he gets chopped in the face it's like you know you actually care about the characters in that one whereas the other movies you just want to see them get killed and laugh well i mean I, I got you. i guess a movie like jason five in the woke era, probably couldn't get made. <laughs> oh, none of these movies could get made well, now. Probably not nowadays, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and it's funny. Like, I was like, damn, this one is... And it's that redneck lady. She's fucking hilarious. You know, about time, you fuckwad. Yeah, cursing out her son the whole time. Yeah, I liked her. <laughs> yeah, she's funny as fuck. And, you know, but like, it, it stands out. It's, it's like, it's like a, it breaks up the monotony of, of when you're watching a marathon... And it's like the first movie, kids go to the woods, get killed. Second movie, kids go to the woods and get killed. Third movie, kids go to the... It's every movie, that's what it is. Kids go to the woods to get killed, except for this one. This mm. one, they're just kids trying to, like, you know, better themselves. They're, they're, at, they're, they're at this mental health facility trying to, like, you know, you know, deal with their problems and shit, you know. <laughs> okay, I was wondering, because they always... Every list I saw made friday 13 5 like the citizen kane of jason movies i'm like well okay. that one it, it has most the most kills in it okay there's like most i think the most people get killed in that one 
But it isn't Jason who's killing. It's it's the father of one of the guy. One of the no, 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 no. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Because I completely forgot who who guy is. So I'm gonna watch it again. <laughs> oh, you you ain't gonna remember. I barely remember either. <laughs> It's not like yeah, it's not like fucking you know, not like who shot Jr. Like oh my god, You're like oh really? Okay, <laughs> so it's not Jason. Just, oh, it's just not Jason. You don't give a shit who it is. No, but okay. uh, but it's funny like Reggie the Reckless. Yeah, Dudley from Different Strokes. Yeah, that's who Reggie the Reckless is, and he uh, yeah he goes and sees his brother, and his brother goes into the outhouse and is taking a shit, and is I gotta say. His woman, who's out there, you know, ooh, babe, singing to him while he's on the shitter. Mm-hmm. Now, she's got to be totally in love with him, or she's, like, ratchet as fuck. I mean, she <laughs> singing a love song while he's taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's a deeper kind of love that we don't understand, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get you a woman like that. Yo. Yeah, that will sing that's to you keeper. while you're taking a shit. <laughs> that's a keeper. <laughs> That is the one relationship advice we give on comic book bullies. <laughs> uh, oh, that be said, number two. Uh, number two, okay, uh, is Hustlers. Oh, the stripper movie. Huh? The stripper movie. Okay, but here's the thing. Every, they're advertising as a stripper movie, but what I'm hearing is not really a stripper movie. So J-Lo don't get naked? That's what I'm hearing. No boobies. But they're saying it's more like a Wolf of Wall Street with strippers. If that makes any sense. Uh, I suppose. I guess. I don't know. Uh, that's what I'm hearing. They're saying the movie isn't what well, you Well, they're think. saying it's a true story and shit or some shit like that. Well, you know how it is. Base and true story is, is loose. You got to put quotations on base. You know, they're saying there they, was some kind of Wall Street Journal article or something and then based the whole movie around that article. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it just said Wait, I, I weigh story. too much. I, I know way too much about this movie than I <laughs> Okay. I need those Cardi B's <laughs> in it. That's all. Okay, uh, number three, Angel Has Fallen. What the fuck, man? This movie won't go away. Okay. Yeah, because it, it's got Morgan Freeman as the president. People are, like, trying to fantasize right now. I guess. The good old days. Uh, <laughs> number four, Good Boys. Still hanging in there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Number five, Lion King. Okay. Damn. Let's, let's find out what, what the fuck's going on with Lion King. I'm hearing big things is happening with Lion King right now. Okay. <sighs> The this shittiest movie right now is ever at, made, but everyone still pays to see it. The movie right now is at 1.6 million. It is currently the seventh highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. This is what you fuckers did. You made Lion King this much money. Uh, anyway, uh, Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, number six. Did we talk anything about Fast and Furious last week? If not, I want to talk about it this week. Yeah. Something very brief. Something very brief. Okay. Now. The movie right now, Hobbs and Shaw, is at 740 million. So people saying that it's a flop and they're going to do money, <laughs> Tyrese, you know, no, it's made his money back. But an uh, interesting fact that I'm looking at right now, so domestically, it did 168 million. And that's nothing. That's chump change. However, overseas, like we were talking about in China, stuff like that, it's made over 500 million, it made over half a billion just overseas. So that's kind of like the appeal of these fast. If you want to know why these Fast and Furious movies keep getting made, even though you never see them and you probably checked out after the first movie, this is why they're popular overseas. They make them overseas. That's why most of the movies don't get filmed in America. Most of the settings are like in China or Samoa or Britain or whatever the fuck, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. That's why these movies are popular because as long as these movies are popular overseas, they're going to crank them out. You don't have to watch them. It doesn't matter. So, uh, what we got? Number seven, The Overcomer. Don't know what the fuck that is. 
Uh, number eight. Yeah, but we no, still don't know what that is. Huh? <laughs> did you tell me? I no, we don't. We don't. Oh, know what okay. It is. I thought. I, I feel bad for saying like I told you this like the last three weeks, and you still forget. Like, yeah, no. I was like, damn, what is that movie? And it keeps like we don't know, and we, we think it's, it's still hanging. Go away. It's a, it's and not it's just, a Disney movie. Yeah. So, number eight, the Goldfinch, the new one. I don't know what the fuck that is. Oh yeah. Uh, your movie, Peanut Butter Jelly Time. I mean, uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. That movie. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, and number ten, Dora and the City of Gold, which I th- think is a flop. I think that movie is a flop. Oh yeah, that's a flop. Definitely is. Okay. No one gives a shit about Dora. I guess that, I mean you make the movie for kids, but you can't really make the movie for kids because the, the Dora is like oldest shit in that movie. Yeah, I don't know why. What's the purpose of that? Yeah, it's like, who are you making this movie for? Like, yeah. that's the thing. When you make a movie for everybody, sometimes you make a movie for nobody. Well, yeah. It's like, this, like the only people who would give a shit about Dora would be kids. Right. You know. And but I, then, I, you, you can you say made that, it, but how long has Dora been around? I mean, has Dora been around like 20 years or some shit? A while. Well, my kid liked it. Like, yeah. likes, like, like Dora. So. Would they get nostalgia to go back to watch these movies? He actually did go and see it. Okay. And that's one, that's one thing I'm starting to notice that nostalgia shit don't work. There's another movie, Power Rangers. People thought that people were gonna go see Power Rangers because okay, Power Rangers been around for 20, 30 years, stuff like that. We're gonna get you know now that people are grown and adults, they're gonna go back and see the movie. Eh, didn't happen. Nobody gave a shit. How did Detective Pikachu do? Oh, I think that's like the highest grossing video game movie of all time. Oh, well, it depends what it is because I don't know because like nostalgia, like yeah, right now eight, the 80s are big right. I guess well, we're just in that era. Well, 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 see, the thing is, with, with Detective Pikachu, that's different because even though it's technically not nostalgic, even though P- uh, P- Pokemon been around for a while, these little kids love Pokemon. Like, Pokemon is still grabbing in new new audiences, where Power Rangers just kind of, you know, came and went. Or then probably the same thing with Dora Explorer probably came and went. You know, I don't know if they're making Dora, still making Dora or not. I don't know, but if it, maybe they're not. But with, with, uh, Pikachu, yeah, this is amazing because, like I said, my nephew loves Pikachu. As a matter of yeah. fact, I actually saw it. The movie's actually pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's actually pretty good. And that's the thing. Like, if you want to, we can go ahead and put the stamp on it. It's probably the, like, I won't even say probably. It's the best video game movie ever made. Okay. Yeah, this is hands down because it's not like Prince of Persia where it's kind of just adequate, you know, just doesn't piss like people off. And Super people, Mario or whatever. Super Mario. And please, everybody quit saying Mortal Kombat was a good movie. That movie fucking sucked. It yeah, was it bad. You could say it was entertainingly bad, but it was still bad. That being said, uh, I think we're done with the movie part. Can we go on to the next part of the podcast? Sure. Okay, this is the part I want to talk about. So, what other stuff I want to talk about, too? Let's talk about your boy James Gunn. My boy, okay. Yeah. My boys. <laughs> you I'm, defended I'm just... him, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so James Gunn actually made an announcement on his Instagram and Facebook and Twitter page uh, a couple days ago. Actually, listen to the entire cast of his new movie, The Suicide Squad. That's what it's going to be called. Not Suicide Squad 2. Not, you know, 2, 2.0. It's The Suicide Squad. going to name the movie. And I'm going to name off some of the movie, some of the characters, uh, actors. I'm not going to name off everybody, just kind of the, the main highlights. John Cena, you know, Jai Courtney, uh, who was Captain Boomerang. Nathan Fillion is coming back. Well, actually not coming back. He's never been in these movies before, but, you know, we know who he is. Joel Kinnaman, who was Major Flag, Colonel Flags, whatever. Uh, who else? Sean Gunn. Of course, you know he's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taika Waititi. Don't know who he's playing, but he's in it. Alice Braga. That's a 
weird choice, but she's in it. Uh, Peter Capaldi. Okay, the doctor is in the in this movie. You can't say Doctor Who because you say Doctor Who, that means you're a filthy casual. You got to say the doctor. You know, uh, Barla Davis, Amanda Waller. Okay, Idris Elba, not Deadshot. Don't know who he's playing, but I guess we'll wait and see. Some people rumors going around saying he's Deathstroke. You know, uh, Margot Robbie, back is Harley Quinn. Michael Rooker is in the movie. They killed him off in Marvel, so why not? You know. And the most interesting casting choice to me was Pete Davidson. So I'm like, we live in a world now where Pete Davidson is in a superhero movie. Like, okay. And the weird thing about that is that because Pete Davidson is on Saturday Night Live, sort of, kind of, but he's on there. Funny dude, but just like every other talent comedian on Saturday Night Live, he's got a drug problem. So... (laughs) Yeah, Hopefully, you he know, like yeah, <laughs> you looking at him and tell like maybe he's on his mayor's office mail like that. So I'm interested to see what superhero character he's going to play in this movie. You know, the funny thing about Pete Davidson, I think he'd actually make a really good Joker. Oh, really? I think he would. I think if somebody would have cast him as Joker, I think he'd kill it as the role. I mean, he looks manic, looks like, you know, is insane. And, you know, like he would do some crazy shit. So I can see it. I mean, maybe not better than what's his face. Joaquin Phoenix, but I think he can do a good job. <laughs> uh, but notice, noticeable casting that's not going to be in the movie. Uh, Katana's gone. You know, Katana, she got my back, so she's not going to be moving. Killer Croc isn't back. Um, and interesting casting that everybody has up in arms is Jared Leno's not back. Yeah. And so he's gone, which, I, in my opinion, good riddance. I think he fucked up the movie last time with all the weird shit he was doing last time. And then on top of that, the funny thing about that movie, no matter what you think about that movie, we're going to put that aside. But if you cut all of the Joker's parts from that movie, it changes nothing. The movie plays out the exact same way. He was actually not even needed in the movie. He was, no. only, he was only put in the marketing and posters and trailer for one reason, for marketing purposes, for motion purposes, to put bus in the seats. But he yeah. really wasn't needed. No, and it, that's that's yeah. And it worked. I mean, like I said, the movie made enough money to make a sort of semi sequel slash reboot slash retcon, whatever the fuck this is, you know. And it probably uh convinced It won an Oscar. <laughs> it did. Oscar winning Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> and this movie and then, honestly, I would I actually probably credit or blame this movie, whichever way you side of the fence you want to look at it, for probably green lighting the solo Joker movie. Because, probably, yeah. Because people wanted to see Suicide Squad for the Joker. Doesn't matter if it's a shitty version of Joker, still oh. the Joker. So yeah. if you're doing all that, just make a Joker movie. Instead of paying Will Smith $20 million and all these other people $20 million, just make a cheap-ass Joker movie, sit back, write the money. That movie's going to be like uh, budget like $50 million. They're going to make that opening weekend. Yeah. That, that's, the reason, that's the reason DC is winning right now. They're not making... They're not pouring... You know, half a billion in the budget, like like Marvel is doing with the in game and shit like that. Nah, fifty million for a movie and make probably half of what in game made. It's still, mm-hmm. well, not in game. That movie made shitload of money. Anyway, a, a, a typical Marvel movie, Ant Man, probably make Ant Man money. Yeah, they make money hands over fist. And so, yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. So, the Suicide Squad, either a reboot or not a reboot, we don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Uh, like I said, it's countdown till next month when we actually talk about another DC movie that's kind of got everybody off a of storm. Until then, are you not... are you gonna see it? Yeah, I'm gonna. Of course, I'm gonna see it. Oh. It's kind of like our job, isn't uh, it? And I gotta go see it. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> yes, you have to go see it. 
You gotta go see it because even if the movie is bad, Eli, I want to hear you shit on it. <laughs> it's kind of like worth the price of admission alone, you know. <laughs> so yeah, so don't know about, everybody don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about the Joker, so we'll see what happens from there. So moving past that, let's talk about the next one. So Eli, this is gonna be an interesting topic, um, and this is an interesting topic on several fronts because you know one thing I don't like to do on this show or typically in outright geekery website at all. Ryan doesn't like to do this either. Rumors. We hate rumors. We like to talk about facts. We like to talk about, you know, actual sources. We don't like to talk about speculation because anybody can pull anything out their ass and make it a clickbait. We'll just call this predictions. I don't even like that word. I don't even like that word because most of these predictions aren't even close to being predictable. Uh, first off, we're talking about um, Magneto. Yeah, what, what are we they... talking about? Oh, Magneto. Yeah, what were you talking about? I don't know. I don't know what you were going. You said the rumor. I don't, I'm like, okay, do tell. Okay. <laughs> I'm going, just going off on a rant. But basically, yeah, we're talking about Magneto. We're talking about Magneto. We're talking about the X-Men. We're talking about the MCU. And we're talking about WeGotCovered.com. That bullshit-ass okay. website that just says any fucking thing, pulls out their ass with no source whatsoever, and for some reason, anything they put goes viral. Yeah. Like, nobody just looks at their website and just go like, oh, that's bullshit. I'm not going to share that. No. They'll share it. And people will get yeah extremely hot about it they'll get triggered you know they'll start arguments about some shit that's not even true and talk about it for the whole week they'll put some more clickbait bullshit out and we start the whole trend over and over again i'm like please people stop getting triggered so easily and the thing that this week is that they got triggered over actually a few things but one thing we're going to talk about is magneto because they're saying they're going to make magneto black in the x-men movie and I know we talked about this on, you know, on Facebook and social media, and we've talked about it before. And honestly, Eli, the way I care about it, I really don't care what they do with Magneto, make him Asian, you know, make him native for all I care. Fuck, do whatever the fuck you want to. At the end of the day, you still got to make a good movie. Yeah. So you want to change some stuff and make it different? Hey, knock stuff out. I don't care. You're not doing it for my benefit. You know, I'm not going to go, oh, they made Magneto black. I got to go see this movie. No, I'm not like that. I go see it, I go see it. Just like Falcon, I'm not... Uh, super excited for a Falcon TV show. Like, whatever it is, if it's good, cool. So that's my whole thing about this Magneto thing. You can make whatever color you want to. But at the same time, and I, I heard you talk about this also, Eli, but you, the thing is with Magneto, something has to be addressed. Because we understand that he is Jewish, you know, his ethnicity and his race and his nationality is actually a major part of his characterization about his motivation about why he does what he does. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing is, is that the Holocaust was almost damn near 100 years ago. So how are we going to have a 90-year-old Magneto at the most fighting the X-Men? How can we get away with that? Like, how, how a, would they address that? He's a mutant, and they age differently. <laughs> oh, we, we're going to go with that? You, you, you don't sure. think that's kind of lazy writing if they went that route? Yeah, yeah, but it'll work, and it's Marvel. No one will give a fuck. <laughs> I guess just say yeah he Come on, like, we bought the we bought all that time travel bullshit in Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think maybe they should like update it to make it relevant to whatever genocide is going on? That's a they bit can early. they can, but I don't think they will. Yeah, they they could choose from any of the number of holocausts that still happen on this planet to this very day. Mm-hmm. You know. But I don't think they will, you know, because it's Disney. They're 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 fluffy. They like it, they like it nice and breezy and shit. 
I mean, no. still having a villain that survived the Nazi death camp isn't all breezy either. Yeah, but you had the fucking that ties into that 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 can tie right into they can have a red skull appearance that they do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I, I I seriously doubt that they're gonna go into like let's make him Asian and he he was in the Vietnam War or like the Killing Fields and Pol Pot or whatever. You know what I mean? That that could that could be that could he could be asian or he could be african and survive rwanda or something like that or any of those ethnic cleansing you know i mean geez that's all they do is ethnic cleansing each other over there what the fuck man yeah <laughs> or like the 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 uh what's what do they call it the shit in um albania or you know what i mean mm-hmm. or or you know yeah, I, 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 you know. Or you know, make him like, if, you, if they still want to make him, they say he's got to be Jewish. They say, no, whatever happens, got to be Jewish. Okay, make him Israel Israel or something, you know. Yeah. Um, have him, you know, in uh, Pakistan or something like that, in one of those wars or something like that. And he's like, okay, yeah. never again, you know. Yeah, you know. Because they saying, oh, he's got to be, you can't have a black Jewish. Like, uh, yeah, you can. <laughs> there are black Jews around. And I'm not just talking <laughs> about Sammy Davis Jr. either. <laughs> or Drake or some shit like that. Uh, like I said, that's what I was thinking. Like if they did decide to go that route, like make uh, keep Magneto uh, like a black Jew. And I'm like, oh damn, they can make him a Hebrew Israelite. Yeah, but like you said, it's it's Marvel. They're not gonna go that route. Yeah, <laughs> now, and if they're if they're just gonna make him black and just oh he was, you know whatever he grew up in the hood and all that shit, then that that's gonna suck. I could kind of see. It. I mean, I'm talking. We're talking about like civil rights, like that. He grew up in Alabama or Mississippi or some shit, you know. Yeah. Some rednecks killed his whole family or something. Something, yeah, and or, yeah, I, something. But that that feels lazy to me too. Well, okay, you know? I agree with you. That that thing, like yeah. the Nazi death camps with the Holocaust, that kind of holds up. So, I mean, maybe they can do time travel or age is slow. You know what they actually did in the comics? Because this What's this that? same problem came in the comics also, and nobody ever realized how the comics handled it. So I'm sure I'm sure it's time travel of some sort. <laughs> it's it's so much worse. It's so much worse. <laughs> Astral plane? I don't know. <laughs> even worse than that. Okay, so around in the '80s, they started to realize that Magneto, even that Nazi death camp, he was getting a little bit too old to be that to be a formidable foe for the X Men. So what happened was some all powerful mutant came out of nowhere that was pissed off Magneto, turned into a baby. Boom. Oh. Yeah, so he was adopted by Moria Mataggart, who, like, raised him and fed him and shit like that. And somehow he got, like, uh, some kind of growth hormone or something like that and grew. But he didn't grow back to what he was before, you know, like, 80 years old and shit like that. No, nah, he was, like, in his 20s or 30s and shit like that. So so he grew up to be that. So that's why he's still, like, you know, eight with an eight-pack and abs and a jaw, jawline, you know, even though he's, like, in his 90s or shit like that. Because they turned to a baby and they slowly aged him up. You know, so he's like the same age as Quicksilver, even though Quicksilver hates him and calls him dad or shit like that. So that's mm-hmm. how the comics explain it. Marvel's yeah. not going to do that. <laughs> I, I know they're not going to go that route. But well, he was in space and he ages differently in space or some shit. Or some shit. It's whatever. Yeah. And then he was pissed off Morgan Mataggart for fucking with his mind. He tried to throw her in space and choke. Magneto's a fucking asshole. That's, that's all you need to know. But they're not going to turn him to a baby and make him grow back up. And I don't know. 
maybe they will just hand wave it and just say, yeah, he ate slower, he took some drugs, whatever like that. It's that's mutants, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing about it because, you know, Marvel has that sliding timeline where pretty much anything they do in the Marvel Universe, they can go around it. Like, they, they did it with Punisher, you know, with the Vietnam War. Oh, we're just going to change this. Because now, now in the comics, they change. And I talked about this last week when we did that Marvel Comics history thing. That the Vietnam War and the Korean War and all those wars over there, they just, Marvel has changed it to just one war. Some bullshit war they made up called the Siet Kong War, the Siet Nam War, some shit like that. And basically yeah. they place that time anytime they feel like it. And anybody that fought in any of those wars just say they, yeah, they fought that is how they met. So Reed Richards and Thing, they, they met, you know, the original comic and the original Stan Lee version, they met in the Korean War. So they changed mm-hmm. it. You know, because they'd make them like 100 years old, some shit like that. So they changed it to the Vietnam War, which probably took place like five years ago. Uh, Punisher fought in that war. Uh, James Rowe was in that war. Anybody that was, you know, was a war vet was in that war. You know, Mandarin was in that war. You know, they could just, it's convenient. They could just slide it wherever they want to go. Oh. Uh, or they could just have it where Magneto was, he is a mutant. You know, change the genocide to maybe something fictional. Now, I know they may not hold as much weight. You know, like, cause like I said, in the comics, they did that with, with Genosha. You know, yeah. he made his own island in Africa, mutant utopia, went fucking anybody, and they got decimated, and everybody was murdered, mass murdered by some, you know, giant robots. You know, maybe yeah. they didn't hold as much weight as a Nazi death camp, but, you know, you can still say, hey, never again, I'm not going to do this shit again, you know. So, yeah. I don't know. It's complicated. Anyway, like I said, it's all bullshit. They're probably not going to do anything. Maybe they're probably going to still be some old dude, you know. And this will be a moot point. And next week, they'll have somebody else race change to black. We got covered. And then we'll be on that shit. You yeah. Know? I think the week Everybody, before that, yeah. they said Rihanna was going to be Poison Ivy. We got pissed off that shit. You know. <laughs> week before that, Michael, got, Michael B. Jordan was Superman. Yeah. Half the internet's like, yes, we're woke. And, you know, and then the other half is like, oh, I'm so pissed off. Well, there. See, Racist, there's no more racism now because there's a black Superman. <laughs> <laughs> even though none of this shit is happening. That's the thing. We're getting pissed off yeah. with shit that's not even happening. Yeah. That's the, that's the shit that gets, it gets me triggered. And, like, we need to, like, do more fact-checking on these sites. Like, stop getting triggered and just stop sharing just bullshit that just comes out all the time. Now, when Marvel X comes out or Kevin Feige, you know, walks on stage with Denzel Washington and says, yes, we're going to get the guy that played Malcolm X to play Magneto then we can get outraged. But until then, don't. Oh, and another thing. Can we please stop giving Stan Lee credit for the Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, you know, analogy with Magneto and Professor X? Because he didn't do that shit. Is that Claremont? Claremont did that shit. Chris Claremont did that shit. And that's the thing. Like, there's too many people that's not in the comic books and just, just jumped on this train that think that Stan Lee did everything. Like, he just sat in his mom's basement and just cranked out the Marvel Universe with a Sharpie and a ruler, you know, with no help whatsoever. Like, no, he didn't do all this shit. He may have got the ball rolling, but it's a lot of other people that did more effective shit with this. When you talk about the X-Men, this is Claremont's baby. He's the one that took off with this shit. All these classic stories, all these classic characters, that's him. You know, he's the one that made the, the Mount King and, and Magneto, uh, Malcolm X, you know, connection. And that's why I and I think that's why this you know Black Magneto caught on just because okay yeah he is technically Malcolm X in the comics you know so do that in the movies and I'm like eh, I don't know a little bit too far fetched but hey whatever uh let me see can we move on past that sure 
Oh, more outrage. Yeah, one more thing I want to talk about. Then we move on to the next part. Black Batman. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talk about that way too much on this show, but now it's all of a sudden it's a big deal now because they're saying... And this is another thing about this fake outrage we need to start getting on because... Let's say, honestly, I believe that more than I believe Black Magneto. But the thing about the Black Batman, at the end of the day, what difference does it make? Because here's what's going to happen. It's going to be exactly like they did with James Gordon. He was Batman for a year, and he changed him back. And nobody remembers he was Batman. That's what's going to do with Black Batman. He's going to be Black Man, Black Batman for like six months. <laughs> black man or whatever you want to call it <laughs> but for six months to a year if that bruce wayne's gonna come back it's gonna be changed nobody will ever be he'll never be mentioned again he may be a robin or maybe get his own costume black heart or bad heart or some shit like that but other than that he'll never be mentioned again or maybe he could kill off one another you know because that's how this always goes they and that's not just with batman we're pretty much every character a character they'll do some kind of quick you know, promotional marketing shakeup. Oh, the all new, all different, blah, blah, blah. They do it. It don't sell or it does sell for a little while. Sell slip. They change it back. This yeah. has been going on comics since like the last 50 years. But yet people still get triggered over this shit. Yeah. yeah so and that's why I'm saying like people and then people get mad. Oh, it's false representation and it's not real representation. You're just making all the characters. black. it don't really matter when they made all the characters, when they changed uh, Batman to Jean-Paul Valley, you know, and and Dick Grayson, you didn't care then. Why do you get triggered when it's a black one? Why should it make a difference? Either way, it shouldn't make a difference. Don't say the R word, dude. That 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 defends them. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it <laughs> just because you told. Because if you didn't tell me to Eli, I would have known not to say that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah and that's the thing about it so make Batman whatever the fuck you want to it don't matter at the end of the day Bruce Wayne can be back Batman again and we'll forget that it ever happened because nobody even remembers James Gordon was, was Bruce Wayne I mean was, I was Batman yeah I totally forgot until you just said it yeah it was a, it was a thing you know he yeah. had the Robocop bunny ears and shit like that yeah, nobody remembers he had the fucking mech suit and shit yeah <laughs> and then people was getting tr that. triggered over that shit I was like why are you getting mad it's gonna get changed back yeah so who cares? You know, make Black Superman, make a Val Zod or or the one from Earth Twenty Three or whatever like that. Make him the Superman. Make Supergirl the real Superman for like a oh, six months to a year or like that. Make her. The, it don't matter. You're gonna get changed back. Superman was fucking killed. They brought him back. So if that happens, nothing. This shit's gonna change. So yeah, I don't know. I'm ranting. Let's move on to the next part of the podcast. Let's move on to the video game section. And I don't think I have anything for the video game section. I think I'm gonna make up some shit for the game section. Let's make up some shit. Yeah. What can we talk about? Um GameStop? They lost half a billion dollars. Oh, they're gonna Financial. shut down or a bunch Yeah, of they're gonna shut down like two hundred stores and like that. And fuck them. I know I, I know I should feel bad about people losing their jobs, but it's GameStop. <laughs> they'll be they'll find something better. Trust me. <laughs> Can't do worse. Thought, weren't they supposed to start selling comics? <laughs> like that's gonna help. <laughs> that's probably what they want to get a business. <laughs> Two die. What was it? It's like uh, AOL and the other company that went into business together. <laughs> like that's not helping each other, guys. You're still gonna go under. And so, uh, what other part we got? Oh yeah, that Dave Chappelle joke he made about LeBron James. Somebody did that in NBA 2K. Oh really? Yeah. So somebody modded the game, 
because you know they had the WNBA. That's one of the new features in NBA 2K. The WNBA is in there, so they mod the game, changed LeBron James' gender into a woman, and put him in the game. And then it showed the video online. And he scored like 100 points. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, I don't know. That's weird. Some shit shouldn't be done. But anyway, um, I got nothing for that. Let's just move on to the next part of podcast. <laughs> Let's actually get right into it. Let's talk about the actual uh, comic books we talked about at the comic book bullies. Because I know you read a bunch of shit. I read some shit. And I guess we could just jump right into it. Okay. Okay. So how are we gonna do this with the 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 powers of ten? Uh, number four. Sure, go for it. Okay, let's do it. Like the powers of ten, number four. So let's go for it. I'm trying to remember exactly what happened in this book. Oh yeah. Okay. So the book starts off with uh, Professor X and Magneto going to Mister Sinister's, you know, base, whatever, like that. They, Mister Sinister, got this, you know, he's this DNA thing, whatever, like that, where he clones himself over and over and over and over again. So they run to one of his clones. He said, Mr. Sinister, not here. Man, you know, chokes the shit out of him, throws him against the window. He's like, no, take me to Mr. Sinister. He takes him to Sinister, Mr. Sinister. And all the clones seem to love Magneto's cape. So when they actually take him to Mr. Sinister, he's like, oh, I love the cape. It's fabulous. Where'd you get the cape from? And that's the thing about the way Jonathan Hickman writes Mr. Sinister. We'll come back to it later on. So uh, Professor X makes a proposition for him. He was like, I tell you what. I already know about your... Uh, your underground thing where you're making the DNA samples of every single person on Earth. How do you know that? Oh, we have a ways to find it out. But I, you know what? I'm going to let you keep doing that because I don't really care what you're doing. I want to make a proposition for you. I'm going to give you some of the mutants' DNA clones that we have in exchange that all the mutant DNA clones you have, you give them back to me. That way I can basically clone mutants the way I want to. He was like, first off, why would I want to do anything with mutants? I hate mutants. I tried to clone a mutant of myself one time, and that shit didn't work out. So, no, I want no parts of it. Soon as he says that, boom, he gets shot in the head. When he gets shot in the head, the real Mr. Sinister shows up, the one with the weird-ass cape and shit like that. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm here. And they're like, oh, Magneto, I love your cape. It's fabulous. You know, and he's even more flamboyant than the last one was. So he was like, yeah, I'm, I want to be a mutant, but guess what? You want to know what mutant I, I came from? He's like, nah, I don't care. So they help each other out. And, and Professor X said, oh, yeah, before I leave, yeah, I'm going to make sure that you don't remember anything that happened here. Mine wipes them and they walk out the door. So fast forward, I guess, 10 years. And Professor X brings Cypher to Krakoa. And it basically showing how Cypher created the language for Krakoa. And Krakoa tells him the story about how he used to be two islands. No, he used to be one island, but it became two islands because Apocalypse tried to take over the island or some shit with the four horsemen. And then the four horsemen are going to come back. Some shit. And then, okay, fast forward a thousand years. That other weird <laughs> shit. Felix show up. They eat a robot. The mutant human things want to feed themselves to the Felix, but the Felix don't eat humans. And they're trying to figure out a way to... I don't remember none of that shit. <laughs> Look, I don't know what the fuck's going on in this book, man. <laughs> The first two is I mean the first two parts of it I get it, but then when they get to that year thousand shit, it's so fucking confusing. Hickman doesn't explain anything. It's just all over the place. Blue people all over the place. Weren't so, they trying to become part of that? The fa- the phal- phallic or whatever. Yeah, the phallic, phallic, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, they're still trying to do that, but the phallic. So they're trying to the, upload. They're trying to upload their conscious or their. Yeah. Yeah, but from what I remember, from what I remember is that the Felix doesn't upload like people. 
or humans or anything like that. It only uploads no, it's their robots. Consciousness yeah. So whatever. what they're trying to do is upload their consciousness into the robots to trick the Felix into taking them. Oh, that's what they're doing. I think. I, I'm, I'm. I think that's what they're doing. I don't know for sure. <laughs> Next year might come out. I might com- completely confused on this shit. But I think that's what they're trying to do. Uh. But overall, yeah. This is not the first time Hickman has wrote, uh, written Mr. Sinister as, kind of what's the correct word? Politically correct word. Effeminate. Or flamboyant, have you want to call it? Because he wrote him the same exact way in Secret Wars. Like, oh, I didn't want to be boss. It's so trashy. It's so unbecoming. You know. So you can tell he's got that C three PO vibe to him. If that makes any sense, you know. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's it's. Like- it's I don't know. T- when, I, when I think of a pussy when C three PO, yeah, I'm oh, trying oh, not. To, I'm oh, trying yeah. not to say that. That's the thing. I'm trying to find every other word but that. <laughs> when, when I think of C three PO, I'm like, oh my god, oh shoot, shoot, oh oh, no, no, no. you know, just somebody whining and bitching all the time. Okay, like, can we say it? <laughs> Fuck this. Nobody listening to this show anyway. Look, C three PO is gay. Yeah, yeah, he's a probably. gay robot. Let's just say that it's, he, he is. That's how they always portray him on on the uh the Star Wars show, and they portray Mister Sinister the same way. Not the same Mister Sinister, you know, into it with his other clone, like he's got a clone boyfriend, or anything like that. But he's coming off effeminate. He's coming off flamboyant. It's making him think like, oh, is Mister Sinister gay? You know, I don't know. It's is is. But is he is he like? But he's the villain though. See, I'm not scared to see three people. <laughs> right, <laughs> but I'm not scared of Sin- Sinister either when he starts, you know, talking like that, you know. But I can see it, you know, he got the thigh high boots and shit like that. And I'm like, damn, is Mr. Sinister gay? Like, maybe he is, but like I said, he's clone. It probably doesn't even matter anyway. So, because he can just asexually clone himself anyway. So, I don't know, but yeah, C3PO is definitely gay. <laughs> That's how George Lucas broke him back then. Kick him in Mr. Seventies. What other like they? What other stereotype could they base him off of? Uh, I guess he was supposed to be just a butler, but he just comes across as like, like neurotic and oh my god, ah, you know. <laughs> that's how I always assume C three PO was. So yeah, it's just yeah, so anybody haven't haven't seen Star Wars, go back and watch it and and put that mind frame in C three PO as him being flamboyant and effeminate. And now, then you, here we go. Completely different. Okay, I'm gonna go deep. Okay. Now, let's here here we go for you comic books, yo. All right. I'm gonna go deep. Cherry pop time. What the hell is oh, that? Okay, okay, so I'm, that's how deep we are. Leroy don't even know what Cherry Pop-Tart is. Is that like some sick shit or something? Like, what the fuck is it's, it? Yeah, it's like a porn comic. It's those, they, they look like Archie comics. It's like almost like a parody of Archie comics. But it's Cherry Pop-Tart. She was just this blonde bimbo that just had sex all the time. It was a straight-up porno comic. And they did parodies of, you know, like all kinds of shit. They did a Star Wars parody. Okay. Uh, and and it they had they changed their names, but they had, you know, a version of R two D two and C three PO. But uh but that showed R two D two fucking C three PO. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and like he's so like, R2, oh, R2, R2, R2 D two was the like, butch in a relationship? Yeah, he's like, Oh, R two, oh, oh. <laughs> what the and he was fuck, all bent man? he was all bent over and shit. It was hilarious, you know. <laughs> I mean, this was a long time ago. You know, I'm sure it's way. It don't fly now, but <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Sure, this is random comics code. Never heard of this book. This... Oh no, yeah, it wasn't code approved. I'm sure. <laughs> okay. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't. 
had a bunch. I had the cherry in 3D. I had the 3D one, and I had, they did like, yeah, like I said, parodies of horror movies. There was a parody of The Godfather, and there was, <laughs> and it was obviously this chick. She just had sex all the time. You know, it was wow, a just different parodies and stuff like that. But they they looked like Archie comics, like the old school Archie comics. That's how they were drawn. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that sounds disturbing on so many levels. <laughs> but like I said, like I said, I knew I, if I spoke in existence, it's Rule Thirty Four. If you speak in existence, there's a porn version of it somewhere. Well, yeah. Just hey, so. we used to make fun of uh, C3PO for being gay. You know. But you can't do that nowadays. You can't make fun of him no more. You can't. And that's the thing I wonder. Like, will, will C3PO like acknowledge his sexuality in a new movie or something like that? Because now you can't make fun of it like you. Well, he's to. a fucking robot. I don't think he has. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least in that universe, I don't think Vision he has is banging uh, Elizabeth Olsen. You can do anything in these movies nowadays. <laughs> yeah, but I think he, his function, I don't think he has a sexual function. So he's, maybe he's he asexual. does. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe his don't arms. Ask, don't tell. <laughs> maybe his arms can transform. Maybe his red arm transforms into something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just selling six bots just around it. Okay, look, you, as deep as you are in Star Wars, I know they have sex bots in those books somewhere. I, I'm, maybe, I don't know. I've never, I can't recall off off the top of my head of any. Uh, like pleasure droids or anything like pleasure that? Pleasure droids they, or something. they got to have something like that. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure. But I, Google it, man. I'm sex scared droids. to. Sex droids? Should I Google it? Fuck don't it. don't Google it. You're gonna fuck around and catch a virus on your computer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this our tech tip of the day. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. This book I'm gonna give it a three. It's just the House of X books are good. The Powers of X books when it gets to the thousand, it's too fucking confused. And I'm like, what the hell, man? So yeah, just give me. Oh shit. Sex droid Wikipedia. It popped up. So they do have them. What what do they look like? I'm 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 waiting for it to load it. What does it look like? <laughs> I'm curious now. Just like Cardi B, yo. <laughs> oh, so it's mentioned that in a book called Planet of Twilight. So this is canon, I guess, or maybe old canon. Sex droids were a type of droid that was presumably used for recreational sexual activity. <laughs> you know what's so fucked up that uh, I just knew somebody wrote that in a Star Wars canon somewhere. Planet of Twilight. What is it? It's an old, yeah, it's an old Barbara, and there's a woman who wrote it, Barbara Hamley. I think she wrote uh, those, the courtship of Leia. I think that was that, where Han and Leia had got married and had the twins or whatever. I think that might have been her. Wow. So 97, this is when, this is, of course, it's the old legends. It's no longer canon, but right, before, they are mentioned. Before Disney, yeah. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it exists. Rule 34 will never steal you wrong. There's no pictures, though. What the hell? I want to see what they look like. This... <laughs> Should I just Google images? Don't do it. Don't do it because you're going to be, I'm not uh, buying you no computer. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just, I don't, Han Solo movie to introduce. Oh, that's just talking about, uh, what was that? K2? What was that droid in the Solo movie? That, oh. That fucking what's his name oh yeah no 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 Gambino. that was a, the girl robot the girl robot yeah that 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 might have that might have was banging lando or whatever yeah the i can't remember her name whatever like K2 that. or something was it k2 something i can't remember probably something but yeah yeah that i mean hell that we that flew right overhead your lando was banging a L- robot 
L three or something. Yeah, L K two was K two was Rogue One, wasn't it? Yeah. But that's the thing. Lando was banging a robot. So if Lando yeah. was banging a robot, obviously they had pleasure droids in the Star Wars universe somewhere. Yeah. And, They're banging and, robots. And that droid like didn't want to like didn't want to commit. <laughs> right. That? Like the robot wanted to commit, the Lando didn't because you know Orlando did, the robot versa. didn't. Remember? Remember? It was vice versa. The the robot was like, Yeah, we got a complicated relationship. Yeah. Such a weird movie. That's another thing. They may outrage over that one. Oh, Linda was pansexual. Let's boycott. Like, calm down. He's just fucking a robot. <laughs> like, it, making a big deal out of nothing. Chicks do it all the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I think we've gone too far with this topic. <laughs> I think we might have struck a nerve somewhere. Okay. okay. Yeah, so I'm going to get this book of uh, three to five, too weird. Give me back House of X. Hickman. Yeah, that's the thing. Hickman had a good run with these books, and then you come back with the weird shit again. So, I don't know. So, I, I, I'll let you go. Well, since we're talking about Star Wars. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do this uh, Age of Resistance, uh, Supreme Leader Snoke one shot. Um, this is all right. Uh, art's really cool, as usual, because it's a Star Wars book, and they just, you know, the art's awesome. Um, but this is just basically uh, Snoke, Supreme Leader Snoke, uh, taking Kylo Ren on like a training exercise. They go to Dagobah. They take, uh, you know, Kylo Ren goes down to that cave that Luke went into where he uh, had that vision of Vader, you know, as himself as Vader in Empire Strikes Back, you know, mm-hmm. you know, clarifying that for comic cast since they don't know what movie that was. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, because um, Snoke doubts Kylo Ren's dedication to the to the dark side, he's like, you must kill all the light within yourself. So Kylo Ren goes down in this cave where he sees all these visions. He sees Luke. He has a fight with Luke and kills Luke. Then he sees he sees his parents, you know, and they're like begging him, don't, you know, you're Ben, please stop. Don't, don't do this. You, you know, there's good in you and all that shit, you know, and fucking, uh, Ren, uh, Kylo Ren just ignites his lightsaber and goes, ah, and starts screaming. And then it cuts to Snoke outside. He's like outside waiting outside the cave and he can hear, you know, Kylo Ren down in the cave, like fucking shit up, like, you know, swinging his lightsaber and all shit's ex- exploding and shit and Snoke is like good yes good let your let the hate flow and all that shit and then the whole cave just like blows up and it's like oh man your 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 rage has made you powerful and shit you know hmm. and uh basically says yep you won't now basically you won't need another apprentice but it turns out Kylo Ren didn't kill his parents in the vision that he just struck the cave and threw a tantrum and cut down trees and rocks and shit that he didn't kill them right because it's showing you what you could become yeah yeah so yeah it's basically and i don't know how to feel about this because this is what i'm on the fence for now people don't know i like the last jedi i thought i enjoyed it um as a movie on its own i think it's i think it's great but when you put it into the rest of the saga it does fall a little flat Mm -hmm. and i think my issue is the villains in this new saga, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're just not strong villains. You know what I mean? Right. I can't, I, I can't get behind Kylo Ren as the main villain of this new series. 
You know, they keep he keeps flip-flopping back and forth. You know, they keep teasing this maybe love story with him and uh, uh, Ray and all that right. and shit. And trying to make him this complicated villain. But how are you going to be a complicated villain when you kill Han Solo? Yeah, I was like, he can't be redeemed. Right. He's an asshole. I, I've been like, fuck this kid ever since he killed Han Solo. And try to kill his mother. And try to kill us. So they keep saying, oh, there's good in him. And Ray's thinking he's going to turn back from, you know, turn good and all that shit. I'm like, no, man. And if they do that, then he, he it's just a weak villain. There's, they don't, that's the thing is they don't have that cool villain. Like Vader was the cool villain in the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. But and at the same time, I don't think they were trying to make, you know, Kylo Ren cool. I think they were trying to make him a fanboy. Yeah. And it just ain't working. And that's the thing with the prequels. They're the same shit. They kept introducing these cool villains and they kill, like Darth Maul, dead in the first movie. Mm-hmm. You know, then they bring, you know, Count Dooku. He dies in the second or the third, you know, Anakin kills him in the beginning of the of the third, mo- of the third movie. Right, chops his know. hand off and then. Yeah. Grievous doesn't do shit. It's like they keep introducing villains, but they don't do anything with them. And that's what I feel like they're doing here. And then, right. and just reading this, I'm like, what do you, are they just trying to like, Maybe Kylo Ren isn't all bad, you know. Maybe he can be redeemed and all that shit. But then that's just a weak villain, and they already killed Snoke, so. But Snoke didn't even do shit. Like you can't even say he, he was a cool nothing. villain because he just sat in his chair like Hugh Hefner all day. Yeah, he didn't really do anything, and so, and this and here it's just not. There's nothing in this book that's really showing us who he is or what he can do. He's just another. He's just another Palpatine is basically yeah. what he is. And that's, that's the thing. Like, why should we care anything about Snoke? Like, why should people get mad whether he got killed or not anyway? He didn't do shit. Yeah, he doesn't. You know? And as far as, like, Kylo Ren being the main villain, he's just not that... He's not as strong as a villain as, mm-hmm. as like, you know, as we've seen. Or, like, Vader. It all comes back to Vader. There's no Nobody's been a cool villain like Vader. I was in the original trilogy. Right. And, I mean, they keep but, saying it. Oh, you're not as good as Vader. You're not as cool as Vader. But just because you say that doesn't, you know, doesn't give you a pass. Yeah. You know, just because so, you they, see what they, we did, we see also doesn't give you a pass. Yeah, and they even address that in there because he's trying to put on his helmet and he's like, "No, you will never be as powerful as Vader." Ever was. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it was a three out of five. I mean, it, the art's cool, but there's nothing, you know, it doesn't really expand on anything. Of course, they're not going. You know, it's it's not. You can't spoil anything for the next movie. So they're not going to reveal anything cool. So mm-hmm. It's just filler. It's just eh. You know. So. Okay. All right. So No next... sex droids. Sorry. <laughs> See, that would have gave, gave the book another point. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> he already dressed like Hugh Hefner. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just fucking Snoke sitting in a harem with all these fucking, you know, sex droids and shit. Right. <laughs> Oh yeah. All right. So, book I'm gonna do next is Event Leviathan, uh, number four, I think. Okay. Yeah, number four. Okay. So, the book opens up with uh Superman and Batman with all his detective friends are sitting in the Batcave, and Superman just all shook up, like his heat, like his X-ray vision is all fucked up. He's trying to see people, but he can't because he's trying to get his vision back. And everybody's quiet, but then all of a sudden, Damien just comes out of nowhere and just says, "All right, Superman, tell me how Leviathan kicked your ass." Never like, wait, what? You can't talk to Superman that way. And Batman's like, Damien, talked about this. You know, and then Superman's like, uh, before I tell the story, I'm going to need everybody to leave the room except for Batman and Miss Lane. And Green Lantern's like, I mean, not Green Lantern, Green Arrow. Green Arrow's like, wait, 
you kicking me out? You know I'm a member of the Justice League also, right? You're like, Ollie, we'll talk to you later. So everybody leaves. Nobody's in the room except Batman and Lois Lane. And Batman's like, well, tell me what happened. So Superman tells the story of what happened. He was in Cuba trying to uh, rescue Amanda Waller from Leviathan. He sees Leviathan face-to-face. He tries to use his X-ray vision on Leviathan, but it doesn't work on him. And Leviathan, like, hypnotized some kind of way. Leviathan uses his tele- you know, his teleporting technique, and Superman tries to light speed behind them, but something throws him back and fucks him up. So that's why he's all discombobulated, don't know what the hell's going on. And so... Uh, Superman's like, I, I apologize. I, I should go in the next room and tell everybody I apologize for kicking him out the room. And Batman's not allowed. Fuck them. I don't trust anybody in that room. I'm like, Batman, your son's in the next room. I'm like, so? I don't care. You know? <laughs> so they go back up there. They talk to everybody. They try to have this little power wire. He's talking about, he's talking about what, you know, who is Leviathan, comparing notes what to do. And then Batman just blurts out all of a sudden. Oh, she think I wouldn't notice, huh? And Superman's like, don't worry about it. She, she's borrowing it. No, she's not borrowing it. She's gone. And they look around and they're like, who are you talking about? Lois. She's left. She stole my car. And do you see Lois leaving in, in one of Batman's car, one of Bruce Wayne's cars? And she has a sniper scope on and trained on it by your girl, the silencer. She shows up again. <laughs> my girl. <laughs> I totally forgot. It's the silencer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally the silencer. Her, oh, you know she was in last season of Arrow, right? No, I did not. Yeah, she, I meant to tell you about that. She was in last season of Arrow. But anyway, Silencer has a, a sniper uh, rifle trained on Lois Lane. She was like, so what? And she's talking to somebody. We don't know who she's talking to. She's like, wait, why is Lois Lane leaving Batman? I mean, why is Lois Lane leaving Bruce Wayne's mansion in his car? And the voice in the background said, oh, why is a beautiful woman leaving a billionaire's uh, mansion in his own car? Ooh, I wonder why. You know, they're like, oh, I don't know what the hell's going on. But as soon as she sees that, all of a sudden, she sees Superman shoots out of the uh, top part of the manor. She's like, okay, wait, what the fuck's going on in there? So she knows some weird shit going on. But what happened was basically Superman, you know, Batman put a track on his car. Superman is going to follow her, but he's got Plastic Man riding on the back of him for some reason. But anyway, Lois Lane gets to her destination. She's talking to somebody. She steps out the car, and she's talking to these, and she's talking to these other people who turns out to be Harvey Bullock, Satana. Deathstroke, some other weird people I don't recognize either, and that's how the book ends. So apparently, Lois Lane is a mole. Well, a mole for who we don't know. So okay, yeah. So still, it's a whole bunch of other Bendy C shit that happened in this book. I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, one weird thing that <laughs> catched my attention that Robin told the story about his ex special forces nanny, you know. But he kept saying it in name and past tense. We know talking about Alfred, but he kept talking about Alfred in past tense. So it makes you think, Eli, is that is that going to stick? Or what they doing is going to stick with with the deal with Alfred? Uh, maybe. Maybe who knows? Or at least for a little while. We'll see how. It I don't know. I read that Gotham City Monsters, and I don't know who the fuck anybody was, but I think they're referring to when Bane ruled the city and all this shit. And mm-hmm. so who knows? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe some shit's going to stick. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, that's the thing with this book. This, this event Leviathan shit is just dragging and dragging and dragging. It's supposed to be somebody. Everybody been uh, suspecting Lois Lane for the longest anyway, but who knows what's going on. I'm just going to finish it to the end. I'm liking <laughs> the story, but just get to the end. Tell me who Leviathan is so we can get to the next storyline, whatever the fuck's supposed to be going on. But, yeah, bit of five. Move All on. Right. All right. Well, back to Marvel. Um I guess I'll do Venom 18, number 18. 
Absolute, okay. another absolute you, I carnage. I picked that one of them, but I, I figured you would. So yeah, another absolute tar- carnage tie-in. So here we are with the uh, absolute carnage minute. So an absolute carnage. We uh, carnage is back. He is collecting the DNA samples of anyone who has ever been infected with a symbiote, and using these code. He wants to use these codex. They're called to resurrect Null, the symbiote god. Um, and so far we have Venom and Spider-Man. They've been, uh, they've been busy fighting Carnage, who's been turning everybody into symbiotes. And, um, so while Venom and Spidey are fighting like Carnage and his symbiote horde, we have, uh, that's going on in the main story. We have this, uh, little side story in Venom where Dylan, who happens to be Eddie Brock's son, but doesn't know it and Norman Osborn's grandson, they're hiding out in the lab with the Maker. And the Maker has built a machine that will extract all the the symbiotes out of the infected, uh, the hosts, you know. So um, the last issue, the lab got attacked by a bunch of symbiotes, you know. And the maker started fighting them. The kids tried to hide in the in 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 like a closet, but then the door broke down. Uh, right about to die, but then the sleeper showed up, who's another symbiote. I never knew heard of this guy. So me neither. I saw him in yeah. the previews, but I don't know who he is. Yeah. So sleeper tells Dylan that he's here to help. That you know that he's wants to aid Venom. You know, in the fight against No. You know. Because he knows what Null is, and he's like, no, we're not going to let that motherfucker take over the universe. So um, so he wants to help. But the Maker shows up, and the Maker, like, fucked up all the symbionts. And then he fucks up Sleeper. Oh, wow. Because you know, he didn't know he was the, a good guy, bad guy, I guess. Yeah, he's like, you know, what are you doing? You know, And then he puts them all, all the symbionts are all in, a, like, these containment units and shit. And Dylan's like, hey, what the hell? You know, he was supposed to help us. He says, you can't trust the symbiote. Don't trust these motherfuckers. Is okay, we need to re- remove that codex out of Normie's grandson. And they're like, no, no, that thing's gonna kill him. Like, oh, and what you know, you know, either way, you we, we can't we need to remove it. This needs to happen, you know. Logic, you know, makers all about logic. So Dylan is a you know basically runs off and they're like, okay, we can't let the maker normie's grandson in that machine so he ends up uh, like opening up the containment units unleashes the symbiotes and you know it's sort of cause a diversion so they can escape so the maker's like oh shit i gotta fight these symbiotes again and they're like okay cool the kids are like trying to get away but then the symbiotes attack the maker and infect him so last page is like the maker is infected with like five, six, seven symbiotes. He's a host now. So the make the, so the symbiotes got the the maker now, and that's kind of where it ends. You know, like oh shit, the maker infected, infected maker. <laughs> oh damn, that's not good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um yeah, so this is cool. You know this this is the only tie-in that I've read. I mean I already read Venom, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, it, this was an absolute carnage tie-in. I'm not reading the other books, the other tie-ins, because I don't really care. You know, I don't care about Deadpool versus Venom or Carnage or, you know, Ghost Rider versus the Symbionts or whatever <laughs> that shit. I don't, it's just, that shit's just filler. Like, I don't care about that. But this Venom book 
it's like actually relating well, it's, it's to the story. It's written by Donny Cates. So. It's Donny Cates, yeah. Right. So this is a direct, you know, um, this actually ties into the story directly. Like, mm-hmm. you know, while Eddie and Spider-Man are fighting Carnage and the absolute Carnage in the main story, this is what's going on with his son and the maker and stuff. So this is pretty cool. So it's more than just filler. So I give it a four out of five. So, cool. You know, okay. So, there's our absolute carnage minute. Yeah, yeah. How uh, highest book we rated so far? So, all right. So I know you read a bunch of Batman books. Can I? You want me to do seventy eight? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I do, I know you read both of them, but I do seventy eight. Okay. So this is Batman seventy eight. Uh, like I said, the cover is Batman and Catwoman reunited, rekindled, ready for revenge, and basically the book is they're in some uh, sweet Halloween. And first, the book starts off with like the very first. A meeting you know between batman and catwoman back in like batman number one in 1939 whatever the fuck ever like that just been that fast forward to nowadays time they were in some kind of you know resort getaway resort and they're just living life but they're also moonlighting as batman and catwoman training you know to get ready to go back and fight flashpoint batman and bane you know take back the city back so they fight they're doing all that but then while they're doing all that, they're slowly falling back in love. And Catwoman is telling Batman, you know, by a fireplace that even though I did what I did to you, I waited and I cried waiting for you. And Batman's like, me too. You know, then they kiss at the end. And yeah, that's the book. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty <laughs> much what happened. <laughs> it's really yeah, nothing. I was like, really? This again? That's what I was saying. You know what? That's when I started realizing that Batman and Catwoman are turning into a toxic relationship. <laughs> they are because they break up. They get back together. They hurt each other. They get back together like, dude, y'all got to make your mind what the fuck y'all going to do. This shit is irritating me now. Yeah, you know? I, I was just like, I don't care. I, 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 is this what this is going to be? I was just like a... Yeah. When I read it, <laughs> I did like one little thing about how Catwoman did say she had a dream about they got married and had a daughter, which is basically the Earth Two version of the pre-crisis version of Batman Catwoman. They got married and Huntress and blah blah whatever fuck. So I thought it was like a little, little Easter egg, but for the most part, this issue was filler. How are you gonna get Alfred killed and then have them just on some kind of weekend getaway? Yeah, like yeah, I don't know, tone ship, do something. Yeah, like they didn't know. even cut back to what might have happened on it. It was just them just doing bullshit. Yeah, it was just them. Just I mean, I've seen this already. I you know, and they're they're trying to deal with the aftermath of the wedding where she she left him at the altar or didn't even show up. You know, right? And broke his heart and all that shit. And uh, I was like, who cares? You know, I don't care. <laughs> right, we we get it, and that's what Tom King is doing. He basically turned Batman to a rom com. So yeah, I, yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, but without the calm, there's no calm. There's nothing funny. About- well, that's true too. There's <laughs> <laughs> just a lame love story. In this one, I was like, yeah, I was just like, really? Okay. Um, oh yeah. Uh, uh, I'll give it three out of five. <laughs> I'm gonna give okay. it. No, only. I'm gonna give it two, three point five out of five. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three out of five only because the artist was pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the only reason. What for that? It'd be less than that. So. Who was on it? Daniels. Who was, who was on it? No, it's Clay Mann, the guy that was doing Heroes in Crisis. Oh, okay. Oh, Daniels did the cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Well, uh, did, did you read Silver Surfer? A little bit of it, not the whole thing. Okay. Well, but, yeah, I I'll guess let you I'll, review that. So, you yeah. want me to do this? Whew, okay. Yeah, because I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Silver Surfer Black number four, Donny Cates, y'all. 
Um, so basically what's going on is Silver Surfer got sucked through the black hole, got transferred like way back billions and billions of years back into the past to the dawn of the fucking universe where he encountered Null the symbiote god. He got infected by the, by Null. So his arm is all infected with the darkness and he doesn't he no longer has his cosmic power. And so he tried to get away um, you know, from from Null. He like flew like halfway across the universe and then found Ego, the living planet when he was just a baby. When he was just a baby planet. <laughs> <laughs> But Ego was infected, and it's like, okay, I need your help, yo, so I'll go and cure your sickness if you help me. And Ego's like, okay, so last issue, Silver Surfer went to Ego's planet core and found the the life bringer or whatever, the, the little incubator that is holding baby Galactus. So that's where last issue ends. This one picks up where, yeah, he he wants to destroy the incubator because he knows what galactus does he's like i know galactus is going to kill like thousands of planets and kill millions of people i can't let this happen so he's like looking to destroy the incubator but then watu the watcher shows up oh shit okay and he's like yo i'm gonna say he's dead but i forgot this is getting the universe this is this is at the beginning of time yeah yeah so (laughs) so Owatu's like, yo, I can't let you do that. I'm here to stop you. He's like, you're the watcher. You can't do shit. You're supposed to watch. <laughs> Your power is to watch. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you, you can't do shit. You know, he's like, he's like, no. On the contrary, you know, our the you know the, the 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 council of celestials or whatever the fuck says, no, we have to maintain balance. And if you destroy Galactus. You're gonna cause a ripple through time and shit. You're gonna fuck up the universe and fuck yeah, it's up like time. Yeah, is this like a constant universe? So Galactus has to live. So. Yeah, so you're gonna disrupt the balance of the time stream if you do that. So we can't let you do that. So, so basically, he goes inside. Um, Galact. He goes inside the incubator and goes into the mind of Galactus and meets Galactus before he becomes, you know, the big devourer of worlds hmm. and he actually removes his plant or removes his he removes his helmet you know and they have a conversation because it's silver surfer <laughs> <laughs> so yeah silver surfer and galactus have a planet and they're like hey you know uh i was gonna kill you but because you destroy worlds and shit and he's like really i can't believe i do that shit you know and but i i you know i can't I, you know, I'm not supposed to kill you because it's going to cause disruption. It's like, he's like, what are you trying to, why are you just trying to destroy me? He says, because I need to get your power. You know, I need your power because I can't, I'm trying to fight Null. And uh, Galactus is like, well, if you're destroying, if you're going to destroy me because you say I destroy worlds, yet you're going to destroy, you're trying to fight darkness with more darkness. That doesn't make any sense and shit. So they have like this philosophical, it was kind of deep. I got to say, it was kind of deep. You know, this philosophical conversation is like, okay, you know, let's, I'll spare you. So basically he goes back to Ego. He's like, hey man, you got to help me get the light back. So basically what Ego does is he sort of tunes himself into all living things. He basically uses the force or something. Okay. To contact all life in the universe and to channel it into 
to Silver Surfer to get his cosmic power back. And that's kind of where it kind of just ends there. You know, he sort of channels this energy into him, this life of the the light of the universe back into the Silver Surfer. So that's where it ends. Does he still have the arm or whatever? He's still got a black arm. Yeah, he's still like he's like halfway black now. Hmm. So he's like totally getting consumed with the symbiote with Null. Yeah, that's the so, weird thing because, like I said, in that in that Thanos book, he was was all black. So I'm just wondering okay. if that has some do do with that. Yeah. But that was well, like a million years to the future, though. Yeah, he's getting there. He's he's more. He's turning. And and they were calling his him body. the fallen. It's not one. just his arm now. It's like starting to take his whole body. Interesting. So, yeah. That's a, that's the thing I noticed about like not just Donny Case, but just every writer. In comics, like if you follow like the continuity of just the books that they write, it's always like a thread, like all their books connect together. So it's, it's always an interesting thing. Like Donny Cates wrote that book, he's writing this book, writing Venom. I'm pretty sure they're gonna tie into Venom some kind of way, also. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, yeah, interesting. Still, this is pretty cool. I give it a four out of five. I mean, the art is just really weird. It's that psychedelic, weird psychedelic art shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm digging on it just for the art is cool. But yeah, it gets deep. I mean, it's Silver Surfer. So it gets it gets deep and philosophical. It's the reason Stan that we can give Stan Lee credit for Silver Surfer. That is the reason he made Silver Surfer to be like a, a commentary, you know, on philosophy and things like that. That's the whole reason he made the character. Yeah. So so yeah, four out of five. Pretty cool. Oh, that's all I got. All right. Oh, well <laughs> it's it's on you now. Well, I don't know. What else did I read? I read this Gotham City. I think I'm done too. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you're like you go to like nah, fuck that. <laughs> I mean, detectives. It was just the finishing up of that story where he, uh, Deadshot was on the island and shit, and Batman was on. They were stranded on that island and shit, and he fights Deadshot and beats him and shit and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I started to read yeah. that. I was like, eh. you know, the Gotham City monsters. I don't know. What's, I don't know any of these people. This, I never uh, heard it book. Gotham City monsters. Monster. I just picked it up because it looked kind of cool. Andrew Bennett. You know who that is? Well, he's some vampire slayer or something. You don't know what it is. And then there's Killer Croc, who doesn't really do anything. And Tusk, some... Yeah, I don't know. And then there's Frankenstein. Oh, he's yeah, Frankenstein. Yeah, he's like a big DC thing. Yeah, well, he's in it. And he's like... He had hits... guns and shit? Yeah, he gets into a bar fight with a minotaur and shit. Mm-hmm. And then you got this orca. It's, I thought it was Killer Shark, but it's not a shark. It's an orca. It's a woman too, I guess. Okay, yeah, I know who. I don't know who the fuck those people are. I would have been just as lost as you are. And some baboon, some monster baboon, and they're raising some old Martian uh, god, vampire god or something. I can't remember. A Martian vampire god. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're that's what they're doing. I yeah, don't know. I'm, I I'm just as lost I, as you are. So I didn't know what was going on. I, you know, and I, I'm not. Maybe if I was more familiar with the these characters, I would. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> that know. It, it would mean more to me. But I was just like, okay, this is. Just, I don't know who any of this, who any of these people are. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, if that's all we got, then um, yeah. I guess if you listen this long, definitely like, share, subscribe. Uh, we have our other podcasts. We have our Geeks podcast. Uh, we have our sister podcast, Geeks Ave. That's listening to them. Uh, listen to Comic Cast. See what they have to say on these same books we just talked about. Uh, Instrument Destruction just cranked out a, a new episode not too long ago. Uh, Hoodoo TV, uh, the highest rated podcast on this website, Talking Balls. Hoodoo <laughs> <laughs> uh, TV, Get Valiant, Get Valiant, it's talking about some Valiant stuff and all like that. So. Yeah, next week we'll, I don't know, 
Some more books come out. Maybe some more crazy shit. We'll get Rambo that with somebody out. else being racist. Rambo comes out Friday, yo. Wait, what comes out? Rambo. Oh, yeah. I'm going to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I got to see that. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, we got something to talk. We actually, I'm excited for next week, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk about that. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. At night, I lie awake and this man is is burning. Every waking moment he haunts me. He's coming. I know he's coming. I see someone else in the fog by the lake and he's holding something. Who is he? Nino Browns done turned pookie out here. No cool niggas, it's just goofies out here. I mean, niggas is he pork wearing koofies out here. Through it all, stood tall, doofy out here. Ten toes down, I'm on two feet out here. Truthfully out here, I'll be toothly out here. Getting fly, no bullshit, I'm the two three out here. From Jordan's, you ain't see. Shout out to Carolina, to all baby me's. I see all you Harrowminas. Mixtape three peats, I fade away at the go go. With girls that'll spread their legs open for a logo. Hey, check out the swag, yo, I walk like a ball player to the locker room. I'm back to cockatoon. Toast to all you niggas that was talking cockatoon. We on a different flow, we ain't sending vodka to em. The shots that we giving make you send a doctor to em. Betty say ah when it block a block now he in the awkward room, trying to lock a goon Like the shooter had a hood on, might have been Dr. Doom Sounded like a fifth or a nine, couldn't tell oh. All of a sudden thunder, it might have been hoodie mellow You saw if it's pudding jello, would come to your hood and hello Waving at everybody, ain't trying to be putting jello All I know is that the Lambo look good in yellow And I be swerving potholes in every hood and ghetto Lame nigga, swerve, I lame nigga, swerve It's been ten years and you the same nigga, swerve I just gotta keep on keeping on But I'm not gonna be the one you keep Keep on sleeping on this verse right here be your worst nightmare. I just laugh at you niggas, then come after you niggas, Freddy. I came out of the lake, but I be in the boondocks Flannel or overall, work boots, tube socks I put something right through your face from out the toolbox Niggas get hot and make the news, I make the news hot You can be as hard as whoever, I crack craniums You know all my killings are brutal and spontaneous I like this, pop out soon as you hit the light switch Running, then all of a sudden you fall like the white chicks Might have to crush your Adam's apple with the vice grips You never see me during the day, I play the night shift Cartilage, flesh and bone, damn gristle yeah. Be my guest, go ahead and hide, I can't miss you You already know I reside at Camp Crystal yeah. Lake Dim
Dismantle your face, revamp tissue. Power from the hockey mask, James St. Patrick. Three bodies in one night, that's a hat trick. Pay the plug soon as you finish, that's a backflip. Spend six, make 12 back, that's a crack flip. Sad part about it, you boys ain't even ready. Preferably my weapon of choice is the machete. Screaming at the top of your lungs before I mangle you. Zip you up in your sleeping bag before I strangle you. Yeah, I had it in me since a youngin' when you hear that You don't see me, but I'm coming. Everybody gotta die. Every man, every woman. Yeah. It ain't even no sense in running. My name ring around the nation. How the crime scene was left, they could tell that it was chasing. 